are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin Melanin evolution, evolution. where evolution is revolution. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Maintaining no sense of complaining, bro. Hey, man, what you say, bro? Slow motion (laughs) is still motion. motion. Trying weak, but... um, I had to disconnect from the news. Well, I've already disconnected from the news, but even more so, like, stop reading the headlines, um, social media. I'm scrolling past stuff, or I'm just not even on it. I, it was the the news outlets, the social social media, mm, the news outlets and social media has just been giving me too much. Um, just what about it? Just <sighs> cultural appropriation. Okay. Um, I'm definitely overhearing about um, the person that lives in the big white house in D.C. Yeah, the name that should not be mentioned on the Game Recognized Game I'm, podcast I'm, with RLJ and I'm Kev. completely over just... I'm tired. I'm tired, man. I don't want to hear about it. You know he's probably going to get reelected, right? That's the sad part. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sad part. But I'm like, going to vote, but he's probably going to get reelected. Yeah, I, I just... I'm in a space where it's like... I can't, Anything I can't control or change, I don't. I don't worry about. Um, but yeah, um, a lot has happened. Um, Too much. You know, last last episode we was talking about personal wellness, um, health for the black man, um, and just just keeping an eye on that. Right. If the other day I wasn't feeling well, and instead of pushing myself to do what I didn't really want to do, I just I said no. I said no. I disconnected. Um, I slept more than I. You did, man. It was a couple of joints. We was going back and forth, and you was like, "Yeah, when I wake up, I'm gonna do blah blah blah." I'm like, "Bruh, you do know it's 11 p.m. That's bedtime. Bruh, that ain't was, a nap, my I was, bro. I was gonna take a nap. I was, bruh, that ain't a nap. I even went to went as far as um, setting up my office. Everything was where I needed it to be. Right? I had the computer screen was open on what I needed to hit. Next on, like, I was ready. I didn't wake up to like, 4.30. I woke up at 4.30, turned my light off, and went back to sleep. Mm. Right? So just recognizing the space that I'm in, in terms of what I need to be um, living my best life. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about living my best life as well. Um, and really trying not to beat myself up mm. over things that I want to do but can't at this given moment. Um, and really just embracing my process and my grind, man. You know, I'm up early, bruh. 5 a.m., out the door by 6. I used to live that lifestyle. Two-hour commute. Huh? Putting in the work. Two-hour commute back. Um, sacrificing time. But I have to do I feel, I feel in my spirit right now I have to do it in order to set me and my son okay. up for future opportunities cuz it's not just about you it's not about me anymore right. and you know uh at one point it was but you know when you have a child man you move different you get you have to you have to and you know, I said hey if 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 the if the good father wakes me up every morning 
then this is what I'm going to do. This mm-hmm. is what I have to do because it's bigger than me. Mm. It's bigger than me. Yeah. Big Sean has a song. That's yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's bigger than me. Yeah. For real, man. So um, I've, I've, I'm trying to just be comfortable in embracing that process, but also not to lose sight of some of the things we talked about last episode um, as far as physical health and mm-hmm. what, it, what it is that I need to do to just be... Uh, Physically prepared. I think I'm mentally there. Okay. You know, and that's been a struggle. I think spiritually I'm there. Um, I do feel that my my growth opportunity right now is physically. Okay. Um, and, you know, we talked about uh, the demise of John Singleton and why it happened. We don't know. But it is. it was an eye-opener for me because I am 38. I'll be 39 at the end of the year. And... If I live to be his age when he died, dude, that's like twelve years, man. Yeah, that's scary. And so I, I, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I need to do to to make sure, or at least control what I can control to mm-hmm. be here uh, past that. Because I, you know, it's a lot of things I want to do um, in life, and things I want to accomplish, and things I want to do uh, with my son. And I'm I'm just trying to really understand preparation as a a middle aged person. Okay. You know, but I got a great compliment early in the week, man. Um, young lady I met at a networking event said, "You look like you're in your twenties. I thought you were twenty five. I say, bless you, sweetheart. Bless you. <laughs> what did she want? She want nothing. Oh, okay. She she had way more money than me. Oh, okay. She was she yo she had way more money, she, way she, more clout. She might have been trying to be cool. Made more status, way more status. Nah, man, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, man. I, 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 I'm pumping my brakes, brother Jay. Okay. I'm, pr- I'm pumping my brakes on the tender. Mm, good. I'm pumping my brakes on trying to meet women because everybody I meet, there's something with them, man. There's something up. And I, I'm wondering if it's like God giving me a sign, like yo, take your ass back to your ass wife, because ain't nothing in these streets for you, young kid, right? And I, I you know, I'm like, well, nah, because that's that was stressful, yeah, you know. And I'm so I'm pumping my brakes, man. You know, it's funny because now I have it set, I have the Tinder app set up so you can see who likes you. And what's scaring me, brother Jay, is all the people that like me are booger bears, man. <laughs> Can you can you define for our listeners what booger bear? What a booger bear is a booger bear. So you know a bear, right? Yeah, a bear. So it's a lot of a lot of different kinds of bears. That's a fact. Okay, and you know what a booger is, right? Yep. Okay, I mean crusty, and your nose, especially mm. in allergy season in Virginia, is the wicked. Swamp. <laughs> you got a swamp in your nose. You know what I'm saying? And so you take the crusty swamp thing in your nose, okay, and the girth in the in the the power and prowess of a of a bear, like, like a grizzly, a, like a grizzly bear, not a panda bear, nothing cute, mm, not, not a, a panda koala, bear, not a, not a koala bear. We talking big grizzly bear. So what's the difference between a booger wolf and a uh, I mean a booger bear, a booger bear and a booger wolf? A booger wolf. I just think the booger wolf is more agile. You know, <laughs> the booger wolf is more agile, man. That can- <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The booger wolf, the booger wolf can move a little, more, a little well, more swiftly. Well, grizzlies can move too. Yeah, man. So I, but I, they can't fit in the tight spaces. I think, I think that I'm, and I'm, I had to look at my pictures on the tender, bro. I had to look at my pictures on the tender and was like, man, I, I can, you know, 
ain't got a six pack. I'm not six one, but I know. I also know that ain't an ugly dude, man. Well, you remember a uh, former colleague called you a uh, uh, a teddy bear or what was it, light skin Gerald Levert? Jack skin Gerald Levert, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know, you know, and Gerald love. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Gerald love Booger Wolves. No, Gerald ain't love no Booger Wolves. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald was the man, man. Gerald had all the women. Oh, Casanova. So, oh, Casanova. <laughs> Me and Romeo ain't never been never, friends. Never been friends. Yo, I'm telling you. That's hilarious. Booger Bears, man. I've, I've seen some people that like me. And then you got to go through and look at it to see if you, you you know, you could like them back or whatever. And my ratio, man, like, it's a lot of people liking me, but it's only maybe one or two that I would, I would swipe right back. And so, for those, are you thinking, mm, what's wrong with her? Um, what's wrong with them? Maybe. Okay. But then, when okay. you talk to them, I find out what's wrong with them. <laughs> Say yo, you moving too fast. Well, you don't call me. You don't. I, I don't want to call you. I don't call nobody. I'm definitely not gonna call you because I don't know your ass. <laughs> I don't know you. I'm sorry. But do you? I feel like, um, and this is. I think it's true for men and women, right? It's. It's you. You have a type, and you. You can. We'll be in a club, right? And you. You see. You got. I, I have a type. I, I've recognized that. All right, and I so do. You, you see individuals that fit into that uh, folder of your type, right? But none of them are checking for you because they got a type as well. I don't so have the, no type. The, <laughs> the bad is only things that, that I like. Yeah. <laughs> well, bad bad can be different things. Yeah. Right, and so I I remember I remember in college I remember in college um, it was bad shorty right she was bad. Um, but her type wasn't I, I didn't fit her type was it Michael Jackson bad or Breaking Bad it's two different things Michael Jackson Michael Jackson bad Michael Jackson okay. bad Shimon Shimon yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, remember the time uh-huh. you rock my world mm-hmm. butterflies yeah but it was bad but when you had a conversation with her you'd be like mm, nope this, mm-hmm. this will never this would never like I don't even want to be Facebook friends she got a book of bad attitude it was worse than that Ooh. Vicious. Yeah. Vicious. Yeah, think of Master Splinter. Oh! (laughs) Damn. Right, it was one of those where it was like, uh, right, but you in the club and you spotting, you you see everything, but you only pick up on the ones that fit your type. And a lot of times people say, no, I don't have a type. It was like, okay, well, you have a preference. (laughs) My preference is I'm anti-booger bear. Get your anti-booger bear t-shirts on the grgshow.com. www.thegrgshow.com. I'm anti-booger bear, man. Hashtag and I was hashtag anti-booger. I was offended. <laughs> Some of these women. Booger bears. And they, I mean, they seemed like they was cool. They seemed like I'm like, all right, so di- I'm gonna disclose me. I, 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 I present a lot of stuff about myself. On the, the show. show. Yes, okay? you do. Yes, you do. Because, you know, I don't have a whole lot of money for the good good therapy sessions. So, this is it. So, okay. Hell, I went in on the podcast. <laughs> this, this is what it is. So, this is my thought. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you check me. Uh, you check me. I, okay. Right. You check me. If you don't look better than my ex-wife, mm. then, yo. Okay. 
so I'm sorry. That, that's that's a fair. That's a fair. Yeah. That's a fair perception. Because I've been, you know, I've been to the mountaintop. Come on. Can, can, did you look over and see the promise? Land? I saw the promise. Come land, on, sir. But I had on the wrong kind of shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I had on the wrong kind of shoes, and I slipped up and, and fell. Fell all the way back. And fell down. all the way back down. Cracked my damn head so, on the way down. So do you think? And <laughs> shit. It's true. So it it has been said that if you find a a girl that's a ten. Um, to avoid her because she either has a nasty attitude or there's there's some baggage. Facts, right? It's like mm, tens are too perfect, mm-hmm. and so in thinking, tens are unrealistic. That's fair too. Yeah, that's fair because she could be a ten compared to the person that you just saw, but not to the next person that you're about to see. Exactly. Okay, so do you look for tens or do you just look for? Um, Okay, so to to answer that question, okay. this this is what I'm a sucker for. Okay, I'm a sucker for. You, you, you tell them all your business. It's okay. It's okay. fine. So be it. I'm a sucker for a pretty smile. That, yeah, that's that's dangerous. I, I love a pretty smile. Okay. Um, I love someone who isn't doesn't have a personality personality like me. That's like big and uh. Extrovertedness. <laughs> Would you consider yourself to be an extrovert? I think oh, you defined it as it's where you get your energy from, mm-hmm. and I get my energy from audiences. Okay. Um, but I also like to retreat to re-energize too. So, which one do you like to do more? Do you like to um, retreat? Or do you like to be around people? I like to be around people um, when my money right and my time right. Got it. Here lately, my money and my time ain't been right. So okay. I want to. I want to. I, I need. I feel like I, I feel better in my bubble. Okay. Because I can, I know can't nobody mess with me. So maybe you're like an introverted extrovert at this moment. Yeah. Okay. So it's a spectrum. You can change. So, I, but as far as my women, or the woman that would capture my attention is someone who. Um, don't necessarily need to be around the crowd, mm. but know how to move in the crowd. In the crowd, that's that's real. Like that's dope. That's dope to me. And someone who can take a joke and throw jokes back, and someone who um, doesn't have to prove a point to the point of conflict. Mm. You know, and honestly, that could she probably don't exist. She, I'm just saying, I don't know. That was a dangerous. Uh, that was a dangerous. Yeah, I was statement. on the line. I was on the line. I, <laughs> I was, was on the line. I think you went over. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was on the line. So, I, okay. So, given that, I, I would say um, the old adage is opposite the track. Yeah. Um, and you don't want someone to complete you. you. Want someone to compliment you. And I like someone who's quiet, but but can talk shit though. You know what I'm saying? And but then if 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 you with me. And then the mic is on you, then you you, you know how to you know how to act when company around. Uh, not a dog, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to act when company around. What does, like, that, what does that mean? That means that you know how to um, communicate. Communicate. You know how to respect your elders. Mm. You know, so if you're around my mother or aunties. Um, 
you also know that if my boy's around, um, you know, we probably going to be talking about something ratchet. Mm. And you ain't going to be mad at it because you, obviously you're interested in me. And you know, I'm, I'm half man, half amazing, right? So I'm half righteous and I'm half ratchet. I'm the best of both worlds. Okay. Uh, let's use a better topic because that's our Kelly album. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. I, 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 Jay-Z was on that at Racket uh, too, so I could be. It's only 50%. Okay. So I, I'm the best. I feel like I feel like you allow me to be ratchet okay. and righteous. Or that she allows you to be who you are. Allows me to be who I am. You don't have to be who I am. Right. But you support who I am and you also understand how to maneuver because I'm going to be in both worlds. Sometimes at the same time. At the same time. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that, that's important. I Half righteous, half ratchet. Yeah. That's going to be a shirt too. That's going to be a shirt. At the GRG w, show. Yeah. The, G, the GRG show.com. Half righteous, half ratchet. That's who we are. Yeah. And I, so I, I want I want somebody that understands that premise and don't expect, you know, don't expect me to be the church boy all the time mm-hmm. because I'm a babe in Christ mm-hmm. and I ain't going to be the church boy. All How long the time. you going to be a babe in Christ though? I'm, I'm moving. Okay. I'm moving, but I, I, but I also understand that I'm just able now to process what I read daily in the scriptures okay. to minister to others and, and, and identify because of my experiences that I've been through. Okay, that's fair. No, so I, I, I don't feel. I think I, I say I'm a babe in Christ because I don't feel that I sh- I'm at a stature to be a minister or a preacher. Meaning that I don't I don't really feel that I'm qualified. I I do feel that I have compassion and stories and experience that might resonate. W- to what you're going through. So, example, had a experience with uh had a conversation with a friend last week. We talked about faith. Okay. And they were focusing on they well, I have faith, but they were focusing on the outcome. They were frustrated with the process. Mm. So you can have faith and you need works. And sometimes your works won't be Rose, rose color through rose colored glasses. Right, your works might be gritty and grimy, man. Right, and that same level of faith that you had when you were looking at the outcome, you, you still need to have that faith when you're in the in the crent in the in the in the trenches with your works. Yeah, absolutely. And I and you know we talked about how you really need to process and understand that God ain't Santa Claus. Mm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? God, God ain't Santa Claus. That's good, sir. He ain't Santa Claus. That's God, good. God, God, you're, you're made in his image. So if I'm a God because I was made in the image of the most high, then I feel, I feel that my faith should be a little stronger than if I didn't hit the lotto on Tuesday. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. On Friday, I don't hit it, hit it again. And then I'm still mad because I didn't I didn't win it on Monday. I ain't win it on Monday. Yeah. God ain't Santa Claus. I, so you said something that a couple couple seconds ago about you don't feel like you were qualified to be on that stature of like a minister. Yeah, like a TD Jakes or even a you know local pastor, a deacon at the church. Because I you know like I said, man, I'm half ratchet. That's fair. I'm half ratchet, man. I will share with you what. Um, my pastor in college told me hmm. 
He doesn't call those who are qualified. He qualifies those who are called. Oh, that's cold. Say that one more time, Brother Jay. Uh, (laughs) Say that one more time. (laughs) He doesn't call those who are qualified. He qualifies those who are called. Ooh. Powerful, right? Yeah. So, to your standards, you may be comparing um, what you are seeing as, you know, you're helping or you're ministering or you're leading. But you may be comparing it to a T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. Um, T.D. Jakes been at this thing for a while. Yeah, bad brother, man. Right? And so his gift has been making room for him. And so um, there are several community T.D. Jakeses yeah. um, that are moving. And their stage may be um, the three blocks of their community. Mm-hmm. That may be as big as the stage that God wants them to perform on. Versus... A T.D. Jakes whose platform is worldwide. Gotcha. And so I would challenge you and say that uh, you, you may have already been qualified. You just um, are now answering the call. That's heavy, man. I don't need any more pressure, man. You know, we already stressed <laughs> out, Brother Jay. We already stressed no out. No pressure. Man. No pressure. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. And I had, you know, I had those kinds of conversations with people. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I, like we talked about it before. That was the reason that I'm, I'm ecstatic and excited about our podcast. Right. Not necessarily to, we ain't going to become millionaires, but maybe we could spark an idea or encourage a a process or enlighten an individual that's that's a black man or a woman that's supporting a black man right. or a colleague that's supporting a black man that, part. that can encourage them to be their best authentic self. Mm. Like that's what I'm excited about the podcast. So, you know, yeah, maybe maybe um maybe I am qualified and this is the platform. Mm. But when you think about or it, it could be the launch pad. Or the launch pad. Yeah. I just hope that if I'm as I'm launching, that you know I can meet I can meet a nice nice woman. I knew, in I knew it was coming it's back. Coming. I knew it was coming, it's coming back. back. I'm, I'm always bring it back to the point. <laughs> Did you need? Would you say you need an Eve? Yeah, man. Well, nah, because you know Eve Eve was Eve Eve was supportive, but Eve also she dined Adam out, man. She dined him out. She okay. dined him out. She 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 was a she she was a co-defendant, and Adam should have known better. But you know it is. I, so I don't know if I want to Eve. Now, if we talking about the rapper Eve, yeah, she's, she's married. I know she's married now, but I'm talking about like Pitbull in the skirt, Eve, Evie. short haircut, Eve, Eve, with the bear, with the bear call. Yeah, like that Eve. <laughs> okay, yeah, man, Evie, I, get, I get busy. I like that Eve. Okay, so I, yeah, I, I think that's good. So for anyone that is listening, Kevin has listed um, what he finds attractive. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And what he is feeling. You know what, Kevin? This no, anti booger bears. <laughs> this, I'm an anti booger bears. This is what we're gonna do, Kevin. On the GRG show, Kevin. One of our objectives, we're gonna get you booed up. Ah, oh, but but we're not we're we not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it for summer 19, right? <laughs> summer 19, we're gonna let you be out in these streets. Ah, uh, the right? streets heavy, man. Hey, hey, it ain't for everybody. Everybody ain't built for these hey. streets, man. It's real out hey. here in these streets. Uh, so one more hurrah, right? Because <laughs> spring 19 is revealing. Is revealing what was planted in the fall. Gotcha. Right. And gotcha. so summer nineteen is is finna, finna. Okay, Kevin. All right. So the objective is we're gonna get you booed up um, for cuffing season. For cuffing, because cuffing season start what about fall? Turn to fall? Yeah. Uh, or oh, close to like Thanksgiving. It's around that time, right before you know the leaves turn. Well, no, no. I would say 
September, October. Okay. Right. And, and it goes, so cuffing season goes from what? Uh, to like, February 13th. And you find right, out if right. you made the team on February 14th. Gotcha. <laughs> Got you. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the cuffing season, I, you know, I know uh, Fabulous had a song, well, mixtape, or a song, cuffing season, but yeah. But, uh, you know, women, I love, I love the experience because I got stories to tell. But the tender thing scared me, man, because everybody that liked me was Booger Bears, man. I, 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 I classify myself as, you know, you could take me to your mama and meet your daddy. Or take me to an event. I clean up pretty well. Or take you to the trap. Yeah, or take me to the trap. I'm going to be okay. Are you too old for the trap, though? Nah, because it's still shit, man. Hey, my <laughs> daddy was in the trap till he died. He was 50-something. Okay. I could I could go visit. I'm not going to stay there. <laughs> You're going to leave the car running. Yeah, yeah okay. I can stay there. I'm going to lock. Make sure the car lock the alarm on. Are you going to park in front of the trap, or are you going to, like... I'm gonna walk up on it. I'm okay. gonna walk up on it. Oh, I'm gonna pop by the block down. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pop by the block park. down. At the park. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pop by the block down. Give the kids five dollars to watch your car. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Or, or, uh, or the crackhead. One of them. Okay. One of them gonna watch my car. I'm gonna yeah. give, give him a five or a ten. Would Might you, give him a ten. Would just you just I'm, sit on the porch or would you go in? No, nah, I go in. I go in. Okay. I go in. They got some chicken in there. I'm gonna eat some chicken. Drink some Hennessy. Okay. And I'm talk some trash. I'm not gonna play no dice. Don't want to die. No, don't twice. Wanna die. Yeah, no, don't no. want to die. That's fair. All right. I'm so, only going to be there a little bit, though, because you don't know who diamond people out. That's fair. Or who's watching the house. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't, nah, don't have that type of time. Um. All right, cool. So, Summer 19, Kevin going to be out in these streets. The feds out there, too, man. They locked up Aunt, uh, Aunt Becky. Mm-hmm. They, I'm just saying. If, they can, if the feds can get Aunt Becky, they could get Kev. <laughs> that, that's fair. I'm just saying. So, yeah, I got to be careful. I wonder what Uncle Jesse was saying when... Were they, yeah. were they divorced? What? I don't know. I didn't because I don't. They, they got they had a, a later rendition Fuller House on Netflix. I haven't seen that, so it. I didn't. I'm okay. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know, man. I but I, you know, I, I'm I'm just trying to live, man. I'm trying to figure out where where I want to go for the next. You know, I'm gonna claim it for the next two scores. Okay. So it's forty years. We talked about scores last episode, yep. right? The Bible say you get three scores in ten. A lot of us ain't making it to even right. three scores. Right. You know, I want I want at least two more scores. So that's forty years. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out how to live the next forty years. And you and you with a helpmate. You need a helpmate. Man won't design to be alone, bro. That's that's fact. Man won't design. I, I told y'all that on the um the love and relationship episode with JP. Man's not designed to be alone. You want to know why? Because we do dumb shit when we alone, man. We need we need a, a helpmate, but we also need an accountability partner. Or, or chaperone. Or chaperone. <laughs> Hell yeah, to keep us from doing dumb shit. Like, I was thinking back on my marriage. I mean, you know, I wish my I wish my ex-wife was more engaged just keeping my mind occupied to keep me from doing dumb shit. <laughs> the idle mind is the devil's playground. I'm telling you, man. And, and okay. I'm telling you, I, I really think. I say, damn, yo. Because she would talk about it, you know. But I no, I need you to capture my attention mm. to keep my mind occupied. Well, Usher say you got my attention, then what you gonna do with it? Yeah, man. But I, I don't want to be Usher. I don't want to be around Usher that's, path because that's kind of scary. That's that's kind of scary. But you know, I love it. Usher. Usher the man. That's Usher a, the man. That's Usher a, the man. That's a burning path. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you mentioned so so to remind our listeners yeah. the goal of GRG show uh, one of the goals for this. 
upcoming season is we we gonna get Kev boot up. Jesus. Um. So if you see us out in the streets, you know me. Don't act like you don't know me. <laughs> Mind your business. Uh, <laughs> we we on an operation. Um. Kev, we gonna we gonna hit the streets. Yo, but if you see us in the streets, make sure that you uh you tag us in whatever you post. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Be careful, uh, you know. Uh, 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 at at G R G R L J K E V. <laughs> okay. On all social media platforms. Got it. Okay. At G R G R L J K E V. Got on it. On all social media platforms. Uh, check us out on the website, thegrgshow.com. Yeah, so yeah, you can follow us. You could tag us in that. The GRG show, yeah. The GRG show. That's yeah. fair. Get your anti booger bear t shirts. Get mm-hmm. your hold out t shirts. Hold out t shirts. That was hold a, out t shirts. What was the other one you just said? Yeah, man, huh? What was the other one? Anti booger bear. Anti booger bear. That's hold the one. out. And hold there was out. another one. Another shirt? Yeah. And we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. It'll be on there. It'll be up there. But I, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. John Singleton's um, death really inspired me, bruh. It inspired me because I'm like, damn, yo, he was 24. It was nominated for an Academy Award. When I was 24, I think I had been promoted already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, start my career. And I think I was impacting people at 24. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a director. Man, I was a director when I was 26. Okay. And so I felt, I feel like I'm, I can do it and impact people and us. Um, but I'm just I'm like damn man his his legacy gonna live on forever and ever and ever yeah. ripples of time and that, and you started at 24 yeah I mean think about it when um when MLK passed or was assassinated he was what 38 mm-hmm. 30 yeah late 30s yeah I'm I'm 38 now and and, and Martin Luther King Jr. enough said. Yeah, we gotta get you a Coretta Scott though. So you, you mentioned you mentioned is she AKA for real. I'm not having that conversation. You don't know. Uh, she is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Yeah, man, I like AKA. Yep, she is a member of AKA. Mm. Um, I dated an AKA once. Nope, not going there either. So not, okay. <laughs> not on this show. Fair enough. <laughs> you mentioned, um, you know, having that power and that platform. What do you think about the Coachella performance from last year that was recently um, released on Netflix? Power, man. Power. Beyonce and, you know, the Beehive probably going to drag me. But it's okay. That's fair. Because if you're watching, then... Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Make sure you click subscribe on the YouTube channel <laughs> so you can continue to watch and share share the, 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 the nonsense I'm about to put out there in the atmosphere. Yeah, I'm nervous. And so, um, make sure I'm hit record here. Uh, so the Coachella performance, Homecoming, mm-hmm, Beyonce, Netflix. First and foremost, Beyonce, I believe, is our version of Diana Ross, our our generation's version of Diana Ross. The the pretty one, the more accepted one, out of a girl group. Extremely talented. Good, good analogy. Was groomed to um, go into movies and really given and provided a platform. Okay. I don't think. I don't think that, unlike Diana Ross, I don't think that Beyonce was designed in a lab. I really think like Barry Gordy. I think Barry Gordy designed Diana Ross to a degree. 
Mm-hmm. As far as like what's attractive during that time and in place. <clears throat> okay. I think I think that some of Down and Ross was talent, and being part of a girl group from Chicago, I think some of Down and Ross was cooked up in a lab. Okay. I can see that. I don't think Beyonce was cooked up in a lab because I think she has something in her. She wanted to put her talent out there in the atmosphere. And I, I and I, I can say that because I feel like after she split from her father, man, she took like sole ownership of who she is, mm-hmm. what she wants to do. So power to the people. The Coachella performance was dope for me because of like, oh, she really doing a homecoming. And if for those of you who have been in college or attended a HBCU's homecoming, because most people, because most people that uh, attend an HBCU homecoming, depending on where, where it is, did not graduate or enroll at that institution. Absolutely. Shout out to seven five seven. Shout out to Norfolk, Virginia. Shout out to Norfolk State University, because my family, my neighborhood, my community, Chesapeake, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, etc., all come down for Norfolk State's homecoming. Some some have been affiliated. Some have been graduates. <laughs> some have been prior students. Some just come because the, the Yard Fest is live. Is live. I mean, just like at Howard's homecoming, that's the, the most popular HBCU homecoming. Yeah. Biggie Smalls, Howard homecoming. Yeah. Right? And so I like the fact that Beyonce put that out there in the atmosphere. Okay. And that image. What was... Profound to me was the the imagery, like the the start of the show. She came out and she kind of had like a a Rick James, Michael Jackson cape on. It had like the Queen of Egypt, like a Nefertiti on the back. Mm-hmm. She had the crown, the Queen Latifah crown, and she just stood there in front of a hundred thousand white folks. Mm. I was like, "Yo, that's tough." You gonna get this black girl? Man, oh yeah, you gonna get it. You can get it all day. Yeah. Every which way you yeah, want it. All this melanin, you're going to get it today. I loved it. I loved it, man, because I, I always thought that Beyonce was attractive. I always thought that Beyonce was talented. I've just never, I, I don't get how people like, oh, be, the beehive. Like, I don't I don't understand people that are in the beehive. <laughs> That's fair. So I don't understand it. I, I won't say that I'm a, a, I am not what one would consider a fan. And I'm a dude, too. And I'm, I'm but, I, but I like other female artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I would say I'll pay my money for them before I would pay my money to go see Beyonce. That's fair too. Like I would pay my money to go see Eric Badu before I would pay my money to go see Beyonce. And so what what I will say is that I will not deny her her flowers for being an entertainer. She dope. She um, dope. Musical um artist. I I will not take that away. I just I'm just not a I'm just not a diehard fan. Gotcha. Just, um so um, I did watch it. I, so I like the power. Um, I like the power at the beginning. Yeah. And I like the fact that she had um, band members from HBCUs from all over the country. And I just love the way that she controlled the narrative of the black college experience. Mm-hmm. And during the documentary, she shouted out Prairie View, Prairie View University. She shouted out Texas Southern. Houston, Texas, HBCUs, and her father went to Fisk, mm-hmm. and so her father went to Fisk, and she 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 she's made up of these different experiences, right? And she said, you know what, this is who I am, this is what I'm, I want to put out there, 
And so I I, I could appreciate the, the the piece from that point. Yeah. You know. Um, Not to mention the band. So I'm a musician. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the so band the, was hit. The incorporation of the musical elements um, was thoroughly impressed. Um, once again, not a fan of like all of her music, so some stuff I di- I didn't know. Man, Jay Z fucked up the game. Excuse the f bomb. <laughs> that that was one. That's one. That's the one. But you know, I've been I've been pretty light. Yeah. I've been pretty light the last so, up- so, episode. So this might be a heavy one. Yeah, this might be a heavy <laughs> one, man, because Jay Z messed up the game because you know a lot of her songs where it's like girl power. It's is is. It's got teeth. To, it's it's got teeth to it, like a bite. Aggression. Aggression. Yeah. Cause Jay Z, man, like yo, you Becky, word, <laughs> Aunt Becky with the feds. If so, you was with Aunt Becky, she damn you out. So I remember, <laughs> I remember in college, uh, radio DJ, uh, Ring the Alarm was um, that album, whatever the album was. Ring, okay. the, Ring the Alarm came out, and so um, in the studio we got a, a preview version of the vinyl mm-hmm. and so i hit play on it and the whole time i'm in there like concerned mm-hmm. like the sirens were going the alarms evidently um but she was she was aggressive and i didn't know like i i was used to um what was the song she did with um uh, the closer I get to you, the one that she did with Luther. Luther. Was that Luther? Yeah. Luther, yeah. Right. And so I was used to that type of Beyonce. And then when like Ring the Alarm came out, I was like, yo, what the hove do? Like, like what happened? Jay Z was fucking up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. And the lemonade joint was tough. And so she went into those sets during the performance yeah. or whatever. And I'm just like, that's, that's power, man. That's power. And I could appreciate her artistry. For wanting to bring something that I could identify with mm-hmm. to the mainstream. Yep. Um, I think what I didn't really like about it though was um, I'm gonna get dragged for this too. The feminization of black men in college and in fraternities and in the band. Okay. And I don't know if it was because of maybe her wardrobe attire. Uh, because the way they cut it, you had and spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you ha- if if you uh have not seen it and you're not gonna go watch it, I'm about to spoil it for you. That's fair too. The cuts of the show, you had one wardrobe, I guess it was two nights or two weekends. Yeah, it was two different nights. Okay, so you had one wardrobe where everybody had on yellow, mm-hmm. and they looked like North Carolina AT and uh, North Carolina A and T band. The okay. band. Yep. North Carolina. Shout out to North Carolina. Uh, Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. Yeah, Greensboro, North Carolina stand up, and so it looked like they were part of North Carolina A and T's band. The second shot was a band in all pink. And I get it. That's girl power, et cetera, et cetera. The guys had a pink wardrobe on, et cetera. Cool. What I didn't like, she had a um, almost like a school days kind of theme to it. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I, you, you're paying attention to the culture yep. and you're tying things in. Homecoming. I, homecoming. I get it. And she brought out a line. And for those of you who are non-Greek, a line is a pledge class a, a pledge class a group of individuals seeking membership into a to an organization, organization. Yeah. right and there were you know five or six brothers that she pulls out 
And the the shot that I saw, and it could have been different from the show, were six uh, six brothers coming out in pink flight suits, mm-hmm. um, and almost as if they they were pledging, and they. Their names, their line names were like song. Their line names were songs of hers, and I get, I got what she was saying. Okay, but being a member of a a, a, a black fraternity, Greek letter organization, I felt a certain kind of way because if this is the mainstream's first exposure Facts. to what a, a a black fraternity is. I don't want representation, regardless of what your sexuality or whatever is, because you know all Black Greeks, uh, Greek fraternities, they have heterosexuals and some homosexuals in the fraternity. Right. Hey, we we are um, humanitarian organizations, I believe, by our in- inception. Right. Versus a uh, a social organization, we stand for something. Right. But I didn't like the fact that they. Tried it, six brothers out, almost took away their masculinity, and it was for the purpose of entertainment. Like that was what I had the problem with. I can see that. I can see that. You um, know, because I'm a member of a Greek organization. You're a member of a Greek organization. Most of my friends are members of Greek organizations. Thanks. And I'm like, yo, I get it. You know, it's girl power, but at the cost of what? Yeah, and I think it was, like you said, you mentioned it was the platform. The platform was you were exposing a lot of individuals who have never been exposed to uh, HBCU or maybe just a black homecoming. Because, for instance, at my PWI, you had the overall homecoming for the university and then you had the black alumni events. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So if you've never been exposed to any of that, this is the first time you're seeing it. Um, Is this a misrepresentation of what the fraternity and or sorority yeah. is about. And so I can I can definitely see that. And so I had a I had a I had a problem with that. But outside of it, I just thought it was dope. I'm like, damn, damn ma, you you getting sixty million from Netflix. Yeah. And this was the start of it. And you put in the culture that I identify with, um, just from a you know, a collegiate perspective and growing up around a HBCU, um I you know I could appreciate it, but at the same time, you know, as as a as a as a boxer that I I, I admire says about opponents states about opponents, it was straight up and down no special effects. <laughs> Got it. You know, and it was no special effects because it was things that I had I've seen it before. Right. Um. Yeah, you're talented. Um. I could appreciate you putting this out in the mainstream. Okay. But for the most part, I think it you was, did what you were supposed to do. You Beyonce. I think it was major because of the platform. Yeah. And how she made the decision to present her vision on such platform. Yeah. I think that's what made it big. So let me ask you. That's this. power, though. Oh, absolutely. That's 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 black power for real in its absolutely. purest form. And so and Beyonce. She exuded black power. That's what that's that's what I'm more hyped about. Yeah. That yo, she got up that joint and put her fist up and was, and got sixty million dollars off of it. And sing, lift every voice and sing. 
Lift Every Voice and Sing, otherwise known as the Black National Anthem. That's it. Written by James Weldon Johnson, who's a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Established January 9th, 1914, campus of Howard University. So, the things that uh, Beyonce did in the performance, it ain't nothing new. It's a rerun. Mm. So, do you do you think... <laughs> we were singing the Black National Anthem at Civic League meetings in that church. Mm. Black History Month. Yeah. And your all, aunt, all standards. Your, your auntie, your aunties made sure that you you had chapstick and Vaseline on your lips <laughs> and a good suit on. <laughs> you had to see. Yeah, man. Lift every. I could get through the first verse, and then I had to remember memorize all three verses when I was online. I, if you asked me to sing the, the the second two stanzas, I I'd be out back right now. <laughs> but you know, if if I'm around a crowd, and it, it I, you can fit it. it, it. it okay, clicks. that's it fair. Yeah. That's fair. So given that, would you? Who, how could you compare? So before Beyonce, who was someone that had that much power or magnitude of influence? Dude, power, magnitude, man. It's almost like a. It's almost like the movie Juice. You seen the movie Juice? Yeah, I have. Okay, because you you all you you like to say I'm old, but Negro, you like the same <laughs> shit I like. So okay, you seen the movie Juice? So who got the juice now? And you know when um. When Q walked off after after Bishop fell off the roof, mm-hmm. and the young man said, "Yo, you got the juice now." I would say, "Who has the juice now?" In in 2019, Beyonce definitely got the juice. Okay, she got the juice for real, absolutely, and she got her own set of juice outside of the, the Jay Z juice. Yeah, like Jay Z have juice, but G- Beyonce got like moving and shaking juice. Jay Z has like, I'm a businessman, I'm a rapper, I'm an entertainer. But I wouldn't go pay. I'm not going to pay no more money to go see Jay-Z ever again in life. I've done it. That's fair. That's done it. I've done I, it. I think his time has, has passed in terms of, like, in terms of entertainment. Yeah, you know. But, um, I, but he, he Headlining gonna, entertainment. Yeah, he, he's going to tour forever. He's still the man. He's the greatest MC ever. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think Jay-Z has the juice. I, I, but I, I, for real, I think Beyonce got more juice than Jay-Z. So, before, before Beyonce, who had the juice? Ah. <sighs> Entertainment-wise? Yeah, entertainment-wise. Michael Jackson had the juice. After Michael. After Michael, before Beyonce. um, I think Kanye had the juice at one point. I think he lost it, though. I think he lost it, though. I think Kanye... I think Kanye had the juice up until... He uh, he ruined that moment for that white girl, Taylor Swift. No one man should have all that power. No one man should have all that power. Kanye said it himself when he was the cool Kanye. He was kind of cool at that point. Yeah, yeah. He college said, dropout. That was the Kanye. That's the banger, Kanye banger. I'm gonna always ride for Kanye because school, of college dropout. School spirit. Yeah. The banger. Yeah. Now, now, yeah, it's, it's a slave clothes, man. It's, it's a slave clothes. The color hair, underground but railroad, it, what rags. At, at one point, Kanye had the juice, but frankly, brother Jay, I don't know who has had the juice consistently and substantially prior to Beyonce. Because, like, you could say Diddy had the juice, mm-hmm. but Diddy, Diddy's not Diddy to me. I might get dragged for this too, but but you know what? I've been I, hey, I've been rocking with Diddy since ninety ninety two, so whatever. 
I think I think Diddy is the market. He's a marketeer. He's a marketer. Diddy is a salesman. Diddy is the person that you want to put out in front of an audience to get them to believe and buy in to what's beneficial for Diddy. Okay, I can see that. You know, um, I can see that. And so I, I don't think that Diddy has the juice to move uh, a culture. In its entirety, I think he has moments in the culture that he can move it. Mm. You know, I, I I think he's a savvy businessman. I think he's a pretty decent artist. Um, I think he knows how to help cultivate talent. Um, but I don't think that Diddy has a, you know, you know, you like depend on how you like your juice. You like your juice from with pulp or no pulp? No pulp. With, from, no pulp con- here. from concentrate. No, no pulp. <laughs> I prefer all natural. All natural. So you know, I think Diddy got a little bit of juice. I think Jay Z had a little bit of juice. Okay. Um, I really think that uh, Chappelle had juice. Mm. But when you have that level of juice, there's some responsibility that comes with it. And unfortunately, I can't quite put my finger on a black man that had juice that has been able to maintain that juice consistently. The only person I think really has juice is probably Michael Joy. And you had to be, you had, you had, and, and he wasn't for the people from a, a outspokenness thing. But as far as like, if you see a emblem from a shoe, you ask someone who's the greatest basketball player of all time, who's impacted a culture, who's impacted a nation. Mm. Who's impacted consumerism? So, do you think with that level of power, um, he he shunned his responsibility? I think that to um, the to the to, to the constituents that when, gave him the power. When 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 MJ was coming up, and this is the early, not like when he really when his fire lit. I really think that it was too soon for him to be. Or have a like a, Le- a LeBron James approach. Like I think LeBron James got juice. Okay. The problem with LeBron James though is a lot of times his juice doesn't solely come from his craft or his profession. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the knock on LeBron James is that, you know he only had three championships. He's been in the league seventeen years. Yeah. The knock on LeBron James is oh you had to join X Y and Z to get a chip. Or the knock on LeBron James is like, well, you'll never be the be Jordan because you choked in in different moments. Um, Kobe Bryant, nah, because I, I think Kobe Kobe Bryant um, had he he wanted his juice. It's almost like he wanted to put a a uh, a, a plug into Michael Jordan and cipher off <laughs> Michael Jordan's <laughs> juice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think LeBron has the juice, but he doesn't have the juice just solely from his craft. Got it. You know, like Floyd Mayweather Jr., probably the greatest defensive boxer ever, you know, was a savant and um, really a, a, a prodigy coming up in a boxing family. And he used his talent to come from nothing and make a billion dollars in his professional career. Like, that's juice. But he hasn't sustained that juice to empower others right. and move a culture and have a have a culture get behind him to say, you know what, the, he's he's the he's the, the at the forefront of what we about. So flavor aid versus Kool Aid. Facts. Okay. Facts. 
I mean, you could say Obama, yeah, but Obama, I feel as if um, he had to play too many politics to really be solely about the culture. I mean, you're the president of the United States. You have a melting pot of cultures. Right. You can't just be about the brothers. Right. And so, really, man, you know, Pharrell, maybe. Mm. Pharrell, maybe. Especially with uh, what was the something in the water? Something in the water festival. Yeah. Did you know anyone that went to that? Yeah, man, man, my timeline was blowing up. Man, I was pissed. I couldn't be there. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna pay a thousand dollars for to go to Virginia Beach, though. I'm sorry. Now that's not what the tickets the were going for. Well, you know, if you didn't get them the first five hours after market resale, you know, they they shit, man. People made a killing. Mm. So you know, if you bought if you bought a ticket. For the entire festival, um, aftermarket, you probably would have paid a thousand dollars. How long was the festival? Whole weekend? Yeah, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The festival on the concerts on Friday got rained out, tornadoes and mm. all kinds of shit. But the fact that um, he used his juice and his his social capital and what he's he's done in the industry to bring that many people together and get a city behind him. And supporting them, home city, and funding it. This is home city from right? his neighborhood, yeah. from where he's from, what he's passionate about. Yeah, that's juice. That's juice for real. And you know, Pharrell attracts um, a wide variety of audiences. And and me just looking at some of the streaming and the things that were posted on my timeline, man, I was proud. Man, I was proud to be from North of Virginia. I was proud to be from Chesapeake, Virginia. I was proud to spend time in Virginia Beach and to see. 45, 40, 45,000 people on the beach from something that was a creation in his mind mm-hmm. and him working with different people to get things done. Yeah, that was, I, I think that's power. But Pharrell isn't um, like a front man like Beyonce is a front person. That's fair. So, so it's safe to say that. But yeah. I think he got, I think he has the juice. But he's not going to let people know he has the juice. So that's safe to say that power has different positions. And so yeah. you have some individuals um, just thinking of a store. You need people that's going to be on the storefront. Yeah. But also the back office needs to be taken care of. And so I think Pharrell, Pharrell's that back office manager that comes out if there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm let you know I'm back here. Um, every now and then I'm going I'm to come out with something and then I'm, I'm going to fade to black. Um, but I'm constantly delivering. So I can see that. So I think he I think he has the juice, but um, if you were if you were to say, "Damn, who exemplifies power?" I think seven out of ten people would say somebody other than other than Pharrell. I can see that. Unless you're from Virginia. Seven five seven. Yeah. So let me ask you about this. Okay. What were your thoughts on? Um, the Billboard Music Awards and Taylor Swift. I was disgusted. <laughs> mm. I was disgusted. And this is why I was disgusted. Not because I'm anti-Taylor Swift. Not because I didn't think it was a, a decent performance. Okay. Not because, really, I'm, I'm not a fan of her music. I was disgusted... And the people around her who hyped her up mm. to do that shit. Shit it was. Shit it was. I'm, I was disgusted by the people that said, you know what? That was a good idea. 
to straight up not 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 try to do something different, right? But to do an exact copy, I was more disgusted that she felt a need. She couldn't be Beyonce, so she decided to be Beyonce's boots. <laughs> The outfit she had on looked like Beyonce's boots in the homecoming joint on Netflix. It, 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 I'm gonna call her Bootsy from from here on out. <laughs> she's not Taylor Swift. She's Bootsy, and she was biting, and it was a it was a knockoff gimmick. It was horrible, bro. It was it was trash. And Every- somebody and somebody told her that was a good idea, bro. Her whole Who told team, her? Her whole team should be fired. They done. You need to be done. Like nobody, nope. The biggest artist in the world, a black woman. Literally dropped the damn Netflix special ten days ago. <laughs> ten days ago, and you gonna come out? And that's what you gonna come out to with a drum line? Was it a drum line? Okay. For for lack of more descriptive <laughs> verbs, there was a tall guy on there that looked like <laughs> that looked like the character that would play the milkman on the Dennis the Menace uh, episode. Oh. Right? It, it just. Yo, shout out to Charlemagne the God, man. Yo, it was heavy mayonnaise, bro. It was heavy mayonnaise. It, Not, I don't like mayonnaise on my sandwiches like that, man. It was unseasoned chicken. I like mayonnaise in my potato salad, but potato salad gotta be yellow. It was unseasoned chicken, Kev. Yeah, yeah, man. It was the shit that someone brings to a potluck, and you're like, what it was is, bad, bro. What is this? It was bad. It was bad, man. And I'm, and I'm trying to think. It's it's the air fryer version of fried chicken. True. I think what's even worse. I was wondering, damn man, where's the old Kanye? They just would have had some Hennessy and went on stage and was like, you know what? We, we this is what we not gonna this, do. This we not gonna do this. Beyonce is the greatest entertainer <laughs> of all time. <laughs> what was the Kanye shrug? It was. That's what I was. That's what I'm most disgusted about. It was trash. What was the Kanye shrug when this young lady was out there straight biting? Now, don't get me wrong. Black art has been bitten since the beginning of the beginning of the beginning. Since the dinosaurs were here. Every, 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 every popular genre, especially of music, somebody misappropriated our talent. So... Thinking of one of my favorite movies, The Five Heartbeats. Mm-hmm. You had a group on there that was the Five Horsemen. I got nothing but love for you, baby. You had the Five Horsemen, <laughs> right? And it was like, really? They were the the polo version of nights like this. I wish I don't. E- I don't even know how to de- like fully describe it. Raindrops <laughs> would fall. That you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be Eddie. Edward. That was Edward. 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 Edward King. That was Ted. No, that one. That was Teddy. That was Teddy. I, I just. I didn't understand it. Oh, and I'm just. Or um. Uh, what was the movie with uh, Cadillac Records? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, 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 not Cadillac Records. Um. The jump, that was, Beyonce was in that too. Did Did someone bite off her music though? No, no, no. I'm thinking of uh. Dreamgirls. Oh yeah. When he said got me a Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac. Mm-hmm. And the guy was sitting in a top down convertible yeah. at the beach and they were just swaying mm-hmm. like this. And it was like as a performer, why would you want to come on this on on your platform and be somebody else and not even be that good at it? Horrible representation. Like horrible. 
I was waiting for Kanye too. Cause I'm I, like, yeah, I was missing like that was the time they must have had tight security. I needed I needed old Kanye to come up and just shut it down and say and just throw up the shrug, man. Because the, the, this is the wild thing. Like Kanye crazy right now, right? I, I still got mad love for him. The the um Sunday service he did at Coachella, I could appreciate it just because I just, it had soul and I figured he was trying to put something out there. That was different than him wearing a MAGA hat. Got it. So I'll let you um, have that one. I can I can appreciate that. I also think that Kanye is a genius. Because the, the Kanye shrug, what was that? Was it MTV Music Awards? Uh, in MTV Video Awards when he went on stage when I, Taylor got that award? I think it was Music Awards. Okay. He had foresight. He had vision. God gives young men vision and old, <laughs> old men dreams. Dream. Yep, yes, sir. He had vision that you know what Taylor Taylor Swift or uh, AKA Bootsy, <laughs> <laughs> AKA Bootsy, is yo she ain't right and she gonna she gonna start coming into a lane that she don't belong in or not even that she don't belong she just don't have she don't have a she don't have the clout she don't have the the talent. I need you to. I need you to run your race. My track coach always said, "Don't focus on your left, on your right. Run your race." Um, I don't have any other word to describe it, but trash. I was. I wasn't even disappointed. I was. I was amused that people that work for her, yeah. or that people with Billboard. Who was the hype man with that though? Who was the hype man? Who who was the person that said, you know what, Taylor, that's a great idea. I think you look great. Yeah, the biggest artist in the world, Beyonce. Yeah, she did a, a whole two hour special on Netflix. Same premise, uh, yeah. just two weeks ago. You should do the same thing, but make it duller, whiter, and tackier. <laughs> uh, it was unseasoned chicken, Kevin. Yeah. It was un. I- nah, it wasn't even unseasoned chicken. It was uncooked chicken. It was <laughs> raw. Like, here, just take this take, salmonella. Yeah, take take this uh, take these chicken cutlets <laughs> and have at it. Sprinkle color. Like we like we like them rare. We like chicken cutlets rare. It's, it's organic. <laughs> or jet, organic chicken cutlets. I just. It was trash. I, <laughs> I just. It was trash. <laughs> There's no other way. Like you can't recycle it. Yeah, like. it was bad, man. And then it was it was a chicken cutlass. They was already like a week old when you bought them. They and you nope. open up the package, they start stinking. It was ten days old. Yeah, it was stinking, man. That's why they was two dollars. <laughs> Nine, 99 cent Manager yeah. special Yeah that, that, That's why they were The manager specials man The styrofoam Was broken under Yo, the Yo bro I'm telling you man If you had an EBT card You swipe that joint The EBT card Say hey You know you got some Old shit on this <laughs> on, the, on your receipts right <laughs> That's when you get A buzz from the EBT card uh, Yeah the government Don't allow you to buy Old shit Yeah <laughs> Yo your snap Your snap Your snap Snapping on you Hey nah you can't It's too old You can't feed that To the babies it's against the law. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I just want to know. Do these people still have jobs? Man. Um. They probably will. Taylor Swift. She survived. She's a survivor. No pun intended. <laughs> she's a survivor. She yo. She Kanye joint. You know. She she people like her. I didn't like the performance. Though. Yeah, I didn't like the performance, man. Um, I just, I, ha, I, I was, I was appalled because I'm like, damn, it's 2019, man. Taylor Swift treated this joint like Beyonce was out in like 1964. Like, 
like every like Netflix didn't. Like, yeah, like Netflix wasn't ain't congested. Exist. Yeah, like, man. Like Netflix wasn't congested. Like Beyonce the ain't watched. already on. Like like Beyonce already ain't in the mainstream or something. You right. know what I'm saying? I, nobody know. Nobody watched. Nobody's this. heard heard of it. Nobody nobody's heard this. of. I don't. I just. I think it was trash. It was. It was. It trash. was trash. There's no trash. other way to describe it. Her team is trash. Um, the staff from the billboards that allowed that shit to happen. Trash. Trash. T rash. Trash. Like, like chicken cutlets, man. Raw chicken cutlets. No so, salt. No salt. So, no salt. No heat. <laughs> from the earth. That's a new style. But Boosie's chicken cutlets. But we. But but this is something that we've seen over and over and over again. We we in college they called it plagiarism. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You get a spell for that. Yeah, and they keep your tuition money. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it goes on your record. So when you apply um, to another institution, um, and you indicate that you did go to another place, it's on your record. So yeah. you got to start all over. It was sad, man. It was sad. it was bad. It was sad. But then it was just like, man, you know what you're doing. Everybody's commenting on it, but you know you you know you know the word gonna get out. Like you say, this ain't the nineties, this ain't the eighties, right? This ain't the seventies. The minute you put something in the atmosphere, it's gonna get out. Within seconds, people were posting like, "Are you serious?" Oh. So I didn't watch it live. I did not watch it live. Um, I had more important things to do with my time. Um, yeah, I watched it. I watched it on YouTube the next day, but I was appalled because <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Damn, man, what happened?" And I was, I looked at it and I'm just like, "Word." Are you serious? This is what we doing. And, and mind you, the, you know, we talked about the Beyonce thing a little bit. I fast forward through most of the Netflix thing, but I knew it was there. I knew people was excited about it. Yeah. I, I got the concept. Yeah. And you think it's cool to do that no more than 10 days after <laughs> the release of it. And wasn't it live? Yo. Like, it was... Her cutlets. Whole, her whole raw, raw chicken cutlets. Trash. <laughs> Trash. I don't even... I don't even know how you come... I, Let's stop talking about it. I'm yeah. upset. I'm, but I'm, wait, so but that shows that Beyonce has a level of power that people want to tap into. You emulate that which you um, admire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's power. I want that. Yeah. Um, but damn, emulate it like in small dosages, or I don't know, let a year pass. But you you have a drum line. I don't even know. I don't even think it went with whatever she was singing. I I don't think I could. Eat. The song was called "Me." It's trash. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't listen to the song, but I, I was I was watching the imagery, and I'm just like, damn man, you you really thought this was a good idea, Bootsy? Ironically, right? I I didn't mm-hmm. see any diversity in in um in her. Uh, I don't I don't. I, I don't know the the fife and drum core. I, I didn't. I, what else can we talk about? I'm over it. Yeah, I, yeah. But you 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 think about the juice, um, the audacity. Yeah, she had Similac. Yeah, that <laughs> one juice. That that one juice. Similac. Yeah, that was powdered milk. Yeah, that was powdered milk. That wasn't even Similac. Powdered you milk. Know, Similac got some stuff injected in. That's why yeah. these babies running around here, <laughs> knocking down walls, and they three years old. They look was, like they ten. That was powdered milk. Yeah, man. Just the, the expired pipe powder milk. Yeah, I, chicken cutlets, <laughs> trash, <laughs> organic trash. No matter how you flip it, it was organic trash. Like, and this is not attacking her as a person because I don't hey, know her. I don't as a know person. from Adam. I just know like somebody on your team need their ass whipped. Trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Somebody, somebody on your team needs to be waterboarded. <laughs> like straight up. Like you and and I think she needs to do it personally because she might need to get waterboarded too. Oh damn! Like I need you. I need you. The old Peebo Bryson song was "Feel the Fire." I need you to feel this fire. <laughs> Cause you you knew man, people had a heart attack. Man, we talk about he did have taking care of ourselves. Man, he did have a heart attack. Scary people. I'm hoping he didn't eat that those chicken cutlets. Man, you know how? Cause them chicken cutlets they gonna give you salmonella. They gonna back you up. High blood pressure, heart attack. They can give you everything. You don't want them chicken cutlets. High blood, low blood, no blood at all. Stay away from the cutlets, man. Larry King had a heart attack. They said that was fake. That was fake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, they said well, it was. He already he already old as Abraham anyway, man. So I, he, that wasn't surprising. But I like Larry King. <laughs> too much, guy. Larry King, the man. <laughs> too much. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Juice though, juice, man. Who? So okay. For real, definitely seven five seven. You got the juice now. Um, Chuck Brown had the juice. For the DC area, no, not, not too much. <laughs> no, Chuck Brown had the juice for uh, twenty square miles. He had the juice. That's fair. He had the juice. That's he, fair. And he, he had the juice. He had the juice on every um, HBCU count uh, campus from Delaware to North Carolina. He had the juice. That's fair. Yeah, he had the juice. So. Um, I don't know who else. Yeah, right. that, that's sad, especially when you come when you think about the brothers. I really don't, we don't know. We don't have we don't have strong representation there. We don't. You know, the the people that I I in my personal circle that I believe have the juice. You know, they're not in media. You know, one of my good brothers, uh, my homeboy, uh, Doctor Lerone Banks, PhD, computer science. <laughs> Handling business. Yeah. Got the juice. And academics. Okay, I see you. Dr. James Gray, another homeboy of mine, um, graduate from VCU. Uh, dental surgeon. He got the juice. Hell, I got the juice in some cases, but that don't count to, to the masses. That ain't going to get nobody to go to the voting polls or, you know, change their lifestyle. I mean, <laughs> but, but masses, it depends on who you talk to. You you influencing 10 people, that's that's more than you influenced yesterday. That's true. Right. So what is what does it mean to have a juice now? I think it, it means you you are intentional about the impact that your actions are going to have on others. And you use your level of power and influence to enhance the environments around you. You know what? Okay. With that definition... Three brothers that I know have the juice that's in the in the mainstream. T.D. Jakes. Juice. Juice. Uh, Charlemagne the God. For for I don't necessarily agree with everything he says. He has the juice. He got the juice. Yeah. He got he de- he definitely got the juice to to move people and, and influence decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um. And really, outside of outside of uh, skateboard P, yo Kanye got the juice, man. It ain't, but we don't want to claim it now. I think it's uh, pasteurized. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's watered down I juice. Think, I think you got to. It's concentrate. It's, it's, it's concentrate, man. Gotta, it's and, and, and then it's, you got to throw. You got to throw some. <laughs> you got to throw some. Uh, some some processed sugar in it. Got Kanye got the juice though, man. People paying. People paying what? Eight hundred dollars for them raggedy sneakers. Yeah. Eight hundred dollars. And he, I mean, people pay attention when he says something, good or bad. 
People acknowledge it. That's fair. I mean, the brother, the brother had Jim Brown in the White House when he met with Forty Five. I feel I felt bad for Jim Brown because <laughs> I, I was like I was like, yo, man, who's taking care of Jim Brown? Who on Jim Brown's team was like, yo, man, it's a good idea to be with Kanye West with a MAGA hat on, meet with Forty Five. I felt bad because I'm like, yo, we gotta respect our elders and take care of our elders, man. I just felt like somebody was no one nobody taking care of Jim Brown in that in that case, man. At all? Yeah, I, I felt bad. I was like, yo, I, Jim Brown, somebody granddaddy. Somebody uncle. Somebody should have stopped him from leaving the house. Yeah, man. Somebody's like, nah, uh, we we nah, you you good. Let's go, let's go ahead and get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, go to get the ice park cream. Or something. Yeah, you don't we you don't need to go. You don't need to go with Kanye. I would say, um Definitely for this area and, and beyond actually, Dr. Howard John Wesley has the juice. Oh yeah. Alpha Street Alpha, Baptist Alpha Church. Street, Baptist oh yeah, he he the man. Yeah. He the man. Good brother of Cap Alpha Sopterni Incorporated. Here we go. 301 South Alpha Street in Alexandria, uh, Virginia. Here we go again. This, this is the nah, but but for real, if you could get Facebook and Google to sponsor your 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 church event, juice, juice, right? J- juice, juice, juice for real. Moving. Yeah. People are calling, begging. Yeah. So that's juice. Um, yeah, definitely got juice. I don't know. I mean, we got we got some community members, but this is what I will say um, as we tend to move to a close is that I think we all have. Deposits of juice um, But many of us Haven't activated it Because we are relying On the juice of others <laughs> Say that one more time Brother J Game Recognized Game <laughs> Podcast With RLJ and Kev uh, Like I mentioned Brother J has a background In psychology And once a show It's guaranteed He's going to drop a gem on you That's going to follow you To the time you see us again No I really I, I really do I think that um, everyone has deposits of juice, but everyone is depending on the juice of others. Mm. So are we juice in a can? We frozen juice? I don't even think that. I think it's the, the you know the little cups of juice that they give you on communion Sunday. Oh damn, that ain't nothing. Right, right. Like it's because if that's the blood of Christ, <laughs> then I ain't getting enough <laughs> doing it's, communion it's, Sunday. <laughs> right, and and so I, I knowing that. Um, Everyone's focused. People don't drink juice, right? A lot of people want tea. That's the problem. A lot of people want tea. And so people mm. are connecting with other people so they can get the tea. But really, they need to get with people who got the juice. Boy, I, I got nothing else. Game recognized game <laughs> podcast with RLJ and Kev. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. See, people want the tea. But they need to get with people that got, got the, the juice. juice. Right, you can give me the tea, what's going to give me, you know, entertainment. Ah, but the juice is going to sustain me. Ah, well, I on that note, on that note, it ain't shit else we need to talk about for real. <laughs> on that note, it's nothing, nothing else we really need to talk about because um, we've identified a few people that have the juice, and um, I, I really think um, going back to our last episode. John Singleton exemplified what having the juice means. Absolutely. You know, and there are people out there, I just don't think we have that one individual. You know, like back in the day, you had Martin or Malcolm. Whose side were you on? Right. Um, But also, John put himself in a position. And so, leadership and power, you put yourself in position to pour into others. And so, mm -hmm. John had the juice, and so he made sure everyone that was around him 
had the juice as well. Yeah. Um, and it's like, until you get your own, I'm going to give you a little bit of what was given to me. People want to keep their juice. And, and, I, and I think with him... This is a classic example. Like he, he's gone now, mm-hmm. right? But I do believe that he emptied himself out into his work, into the individuals that he worked with. So he poured into others, so that when he is gone, his legacy will continue. And so, it, you got people going to the graveyard with passion, dreams, and like all this power and influence, but they're not giving it away. They take advantage of the what dash. happens? What ha- right? What happens when you, when when that casket? gets lowered and the, the vault lid gets put over there goes your potential there goes your power there goes your influence there goes your ability to educate motivate and inspire the next generation it's, it's gone it's resting potential there's no more Man. on that note hey well at, at the game the game recognized game podcast with RLJ and Kev um, we hope to inspire others to seek the juice yeah that you want not to OJ feel you not oh no stay away from OJ yeah. stay away from OJ yeah. um, but seek the juice that um, fills you seek the juice that inspires you and seek the juice that you can eventually pass on to others hey we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin, melanin evolution, evolution where evolution is revolution. Until next time, be light. Be light.